My trip to Wood River this weekend, Josh Helmer, as we welcome you to Hour 3 of the Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the ref, live from Cavens Group on a Thursday. Developing news on that front. What uh, can you report? My 14-year-old daughter is going with me on the road trip. Oh, that's that's fun. Is it? I know. I'm trying to be positive. Uh, no, actually, I'm just kidding. It is awesome. We've never really had a daddy-daughter kind of a trip solo. Everything has always either been family or my 9-year-old will go along with this or my son. So I'm kind of excited about it. It's cool. And we will spend that whole time talking golf. And she will not be happy with me. I got out yesterday, Josh Helmer. I got out and played. How did it go? Terrible. Good, 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 good. Terrible. Uh, I did that thing where I start out on fire. Parred the first hole. Had had a back-to-back gur, back-to-back greens in regulation. Oh, and you're thinking like, here we go. I'm like, you know what? This sport, it's easy. This game's easy. And then I proceeded to watch the absolute bottom fall out. What happened? What? what uh, it's what golf. Issues? I don't know. It just happened, man. I wish I had a way to explain it to you. <laughs> I thought you were good. I, I, what I, happened I, to your game? Exa- exactly. Exa- I just want to play bogey golf. And whenever I have to walk back to the cart, and my man Mike's like, Mike Stewart's like, what'd you get? I'm like, I think I got a nine. <laughs> Hold on. Let me count. There's two in the woods. That's two and three out. No, I uh, – I saved it on – here's the great thing about – I just I only bring it up because I don't know if I've ever been hotter in my life, even during playing high school or high school football or, or Legion baseball in the summer. Uh, honestly, dude, I had that thing happen where everything was terrible. Then all of a sudden on the last four holes, it's like, oh, oh, that's what I need to do. And you get a few good shots. You get those – I'm going to be back at the course tomorrow kind of shots. So it was, a, it was a great adios to golf during the football season. And if you believe I'm going to stop playing golf during the football season, you're a crazy person. But for me, it was a good, all right, let's go. Let, let, let's, we're going to be fine. Good to just get out there and sweat. Sweat a little bit, walk around, and, you know, just clear your mind some. There was no clearing of the mind because the mind was filled with, what are you doing, you stupid moron? How did you swing that hard? Upstairs, though, uh, a lot of problems. N- no foul language, I'm sure. Bro, I mind. did good on that. I did good on that. I'm not even lying. I was playing with my pastor. I was playing with the pastor. I was like, oh, I ain't cussing today. And I didn't. But then the point was brought up to me that it's not about not cussing. It's about removing those thoughts from your mind. And I turned to him and I said, I just hit a sand wedge half a yard. There's no way angry thoughts are ever not going to come to my mind <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, I know. It's half a yard, Josh. The divot went further than the ball. Look, if they can if if Chubbs can help uh Happy Gilmore then <laughs> anything I, is possible. Yeah, you got to hope. You ready for the top 5 stories of the day? We got uh, we have tabled some of the Texas Tech talk. It's been good stuff on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. We'll revisit here in just a bit, but let's hit the top five stories today, shall we? Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Giddy up. It's time for the top five stories of the day. 
Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. All right, Newcastle Casino. I-44, exit 107. 14 table games. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. And all kinds of rewards by signing up at NewcastleCasino.com. They bring you what we consider to be the five biggest stories in the sports world today. And we start with number five. Number five. Number five. All right, Josh. Here we go. By the way, I just got the, uh, I just got the greatest text maybe I've ever received. Jason Ferris sent me the, uh, the most interesting man in the world. You know the meme where he's got the Dos Equis in front of him. <laughs> yeah. It says, "I don't always hit a sand wedge 170 yards, but when I do, it's from a greenside bunker." <laughs> oh gosh! All right, big story number five. Bad news in the baseball world. For one, Shohei Otani. Oh, man. UCL injury. Stop. I just (laughs) mastered it. Who was it last year that I kept? I could not stop calling Deshaun White Deshaun Watson. (laughs) I couldn't, Josh. I'm sorry. We had done so many shows talking about Deshaun Watson that it just got stuck in my head. You know what I had to do in order to get back to saying Deshaun White? Only you will get this. I had to start calling him Deshaun. And then it, <laughs> yeah, but, that, that fixes everything. All right. Get those synapses firing properly. Uh, Perry Manassian, who I thought was a fake name, is the general manager of the Angels, and he talked about the plan going forward with what I guess we could say is the biggest free agent story in baseball that we have seen in a minute. Details, I don't have those yet. Sorry. You know, he's going to have been in contact with his representation. Obviously, he hit the second game. He's played with this in 18. You know, but with that being said, we'll take it day by day and, you know, see where it goes. He played with this in 18. All right, here is the, here is the national hot sports take on this. When you hear the Jason Smiths, He's telling you all the things that he told you would happen. It'll be, I think Shohei Otani should just shut it down as a pitcher. He should never pitch again. Worked for Babe Ruth. Look at Babe Ruth. I'm a little different. Go get the surgery. Get your arm right. Might end up costing you a little bit in the free agent market, but I still wanted him to be that absolute freak that can do both. What about you, Josh? Me too, yeah. It's just so great for baseball to have a guy like that it uh i mean obviously harkens you back to some of the old-time greats like a a babe ruth but uh Mm -hmm. and he's been terrific terrific right at at both so it's it's just disappointing for baseball big time uh brian cashman even though his yankees broke their nine game losing streak yesterday fell on the sword for the mess that is the New York Yankees, and used a dirty word. There's anybody in this planet that felt that the New York Yankees, as constructed, leaving spring training, uh, entering spring training or leaving spring training, wasn't a playoff contending team. And I would say anybody in our roster, anybody on an opposing roster, or anybody in this room in the media, I doubt there's anybody that predicted that we were not a playoff team. And uh, I certainly didn't. Uh, but at the same time, it happens, and a lot of it's happened. And because of that, is a mess on our hands, 
There you go. <laughs> I do like the honesty of, well, you know, the kind of stuff happens. Sometimes. Sometimes it happens. What? Well, sometimes. Sometimes you waste $500 million. It happens. That man had a T-shirt idea. I understand he made a lot of money. <laughs> All right. Uh, big story number four. Number four. I got a little college, uh, a lot of college football tidbits that I wanted to fit here into number four, including story that you guys broke yesterday. Just go with it. At HawkeyesWire.com, Josh, where yet another, I guess, shoe was dropped in at least the Iowa side where Noah Shannon was suspended for the year in the gambling pro. Most Correct. prominent name of all of this for Iowa. You know, you got you got a backup kicker involved. You got a walk-on wide receiver who, okay, maybe could factor in, but probably won't. And then you've got former players. Arlen Bruce, who's uh, obviously at Oklahoma State, a basketball player, a baseball player. The football side of the equation, Noah Shannon, mm-hmm. is, is the biggest name. This is somebody that was headed to Big Ten Media Days, Plank. Oh, that's right. And voluntarily said, you know what, it's not appropriate for me to go. And uh, anyways, Noah Shannon didn't bet directly on Iowa football. There is one University of Iowa bet that was made, and uh, it was not a football bet. And obviously we don't know the details of that, but we do know per – Kirk Ferentz, that Noah Shannon now has been suspended for the entirety of this football season. Iowa will appeal that. There's uh, 11 fates across football, wrestling, basketball that have come back to the University of Iowa on current student-athletes. They can only speak when given permission to speak from player, from a said player. So Noah Shannon has basically given the green light to say, hey, here's the situation, feel free to comment on it. So he's been suspended for the season, which tells me, Plank, someone that only – bet on one sporting event at the University of Iowa that wasn't football, and he gets a full-long season suspension, though they'll appeal, man, this doesn't look good for Hunter Deckers. It doesn't look good for Arlen Bruce. It doesn't look good for Aaron Blom. Any of these folks that did did bet on football at the University of Iowa or at Iowa State, they're done, man. Their careers are over. Yeah, no. They, in fact, it was funny. We never got to the tearing of quarterbacks yesterday from David Ubbin, but I had to laugh. They had the – they had the Iowa State quarterback mentioned, and I, <laughs> I had completely forgot that Hunter Deckers. This isn't a no. They'll appeal and they'll see when he when he's able to play. Oh no no no, uh, it is, it is not going to be Hunter Deckers. It's going to be Rocco Bacht, who's going to be the quarterback for Iowa State. Yeah, not good stuff. Uh, speaking of players who are going to be out for a minute. The LSU Tigers, and this is – I know we all like to have our fun with future SEC rivals, but this has got to be one of the more petty suspensions. Mason Smith and Kayshawn Boudet, who participated in an autograph signing in the summer of 2021, Josh, merely days before NIL went live, are going to be suspended. Now, Butte served a one-game suspension during the 2022 season. He missed the New Mexico game for the birth of his son and the UAB game for what Brian Kelly said was the flu. While Mason Smith could have served his suspension last year, he was injured. The NCAA made LSU aware 
that Smith would serve the suspension in the season opener earlier this summer. So they bust two guys. One has already been penalized. We just find out about it because Mason Smith has to be suspended for a game this year. And Brian Kelly was like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, undisclosed reasons why he's out whenever he was actually suspended by the NCAA. But days before the start of NIL? Doesn't that seem a little bit petty to you? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's, uh, again, trying to make an example, right? That's right. Trying to show you we've still got something left in the tank. The, uh, The line from the Toby Keith song, I'm not as good as I once was. I ain't. Oh, I ain't as good as I once was. But I'm but as I'm good, good once, once as, as I, ever, I was. ever was. Yeah, That is the NCAA right now. Hey, we might not be able to catch all of you. But at least in one of these, we'll show you Oklahoma State. We'll show you Michigan. Meanwhile, Michigan State is basically buying campus visits. But no, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh better not lie to us. And if you don't apologize... The NCAA treats some of these coaches like I treat my nine-year-old. Did you apologize? No? Go to your room. All right, is there anything else in college that you want to get to? Because I have the Reggie Bush here, big story number, let's see, five, four, uh, big story number three. Let's do uh, big story number three, shall we? Okay, let's do it. Number three. All right, so Reggie Bush spoke yesterday, and here's a couple of things that he had to say about battling the NCAA. It's about truth, getting the facts out, and holding the NCAA accountable, which is, I think, the first time maybe that, at least in, in, in my memory, that this is happening. Hold the NCAA accountable. He wasn't done. I got dreams of coming back in the stadium and running out of that tunnel with the football team. I got dreams of walking back in here Seeing my jersey, my banner, right down there next to the rest of the Heisman Trophy winners. But I can't rightfully do that without my Heisman Trophy. Yes, Reggie Bush did voluntarily give up his Heisman Trophy. Yes, this investigation came six years after he was at USC. Yes, uh, you can point out Lloyd Lake had a felon, a felony on his record whenever this happened. But Reggie Bush is fighting to get his Heisman back. And I think Reggie Bush wants an apology, too. He's like, NCAA, you ask for your apology. Give me my apology. Only Reggie Bush is going out in a little different way. He's like, and, and pay me money. You, you owe me some money for the hurt that you've done to my <laughs> Yes, also, <laughs> I'd like a, a check. Did I, did I tell you Arnie's take on this? Did we talk about this yesterday? Remember, every show runs together. No, uh, what, what does Arnie think? Arnie Spadier is my partner on Sunday nights on Fox Sports Radio. You can hear us right here from 10P to 1A. Arnie's take was, well, once you've graduated, you got away with it. And so did the school. So if they don't catch you while you're in school, they can't do anything to you. And, it's, and if you're not at that school anymore, they can't do anything to the school. I was like, you know, I appreciate what you're trying to do here, and I feel like you read two bullet points to this story, but I don't think that that's what anybody wants in this sport. <laughs> I think that they want some accountability for that university, not just USC, but any school, 
Now, when you break the rules, you're going to pay for it. That's that simple. But in the same vein, there's sometimes where you look back and realize, okay, that this is enough of a penalty to pay. Is there an? Here's what's funny: is I feel like there's a good solid group. You ready to go down some Crutch Sports Radio topics here, real quick? Oh, let's let's okay, do okay. it. Okay, it's eleven nineteen, and we're only at big story number three. Oh, we're at big story three, so we're good. We're good. I feel like more people fight and scream and scratch and claw and yell for Reggie Bush to get his Heisman back, for Pete Rose to be in the Hall of Fame, than they do anything with a name like Barry Bonds who holds the all-time home run record. And I guess, I guess that people look at it as more of a battle with the integrity of the game. I tend to think it's because people thought Barry Bonds was kind of a jerk and an a-hole in the way he treated the media. But the amount of people that will go to the mattresses for Reggie Bush and Pete Rose Sorry, it infinitely outnumbers the amount of people that fight for Barry Bonds. Hot take? No, are, that, that's are, interesting. Are right around what it is. That, that's interesting. It's. Uh, I just think the lines are so different. I mean, steroid use versus taking money to come mm-hmm. to a school or play at a school. Much different world. And, and though, hey, the integrity of the game in baseball, I mean, Pete Rose might have compromised that. Sure. But – he he didn't take steroids, right, to be better at the game of baseball. So, the, uh, the you know, theoretically there might not have been a competitive advantage gained, I guess would be maybe where the distinctions lie. In other words, I'm not apples to oranges here. I'm not, I'm not even in the fruit aisle, but it's just. No, but they're interesting case studies in the fact that, look, here's uh, three different examples of, of cheating, right, or cheating uh-huh. the game. And one, there's got there's no groundswell of support, and the other two, there's quite a bit. So yeah, no, that's interesting. All right, big story number two. Number two. Oh. Sorry, forgot where we were for a moment. So we got a lot of football stuff here, a lot of NFL stuff, including Tua firing back at Ryan Clark yesterday. He probably knows more about me than I know about myself. I mean, I I don't know. And Ryan's been out the league for some time. I don't know. It, it's a little weird when other people are talking about other people when they're not that person. So, like, my background is, like, I, I come from a Samoan family. Like, respect is everything. But, you know, it does get to a point where, hey, a little easy on that, buddy. Because, you know, we, I think we're, we're pretty tough-minded people. And uh, if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy, too. Just saying. I mean, I think we all worked hard throughout the offseason. And I'm not someone to talk about myself the entire time, but it takes a lot. You think you think I wanted to to build all this muscle? Like, <laughs> not to some extent. Like I I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be a little lighter. There's I know there's a mixture of things that people don't understand that people don't know about that are talked about that go behind the scenes. So, you know, I'd appreciate if you kept my name out your mouth. That's what I'd say. I don't think there's ever a better finish to any state <laughs> than keep my name out your mouth. Yeah. What'd you make of this? Well, what's he so upset about? I, oh, that's right. We brought, we got to get the context. Ryan Clark went on the NFL live show on ESPN and basically accused Tua of spending too much time in the tattoo parlors and uh, said he got fat. That's what he said about Tua. I paraphrase there a little bit. 
what uh, what does the tattoo parlor have to do with anything? I guess he got. I guess he got a new tattoo. So basically, saying he's spending too much time having fun and not enough time on football. Correct. And and two is pushing back and saying, well, mm, there's a reason I have been morphing my body, and you don't really understand right. that. Yeah, I've been knocked out of the game the last. <laughs> Essentially, four years that I've played it. I'm trying to get my body different. I think I'm Team Tua. I, I'm though, team Tua. you know, I'm also – Clark can say what he wants to say. I mean, that's sort of his gig. I don't know that it was an informed opinion, but that's his gig. Agreed. That's his gig. I felt it got real personal, though. I'll, I'll send you the cut. You got to listen to the cut. because From Clark? Yeah, he's trying to be funny. He's got – Dan Orlovsky, fake laughing, and I don't remember who else is on the set with them. So it just was way too over the top. He started comparing it to like an Atlanta strip club. He's like, he looks like he's, I don't know, been hanging out with the strippers at Atlanta strip club or something. It was, got a little personal. Well, that that is. I'll I'll play it for you during the break because we got to get to big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Andy Bass, Crouton has committed to the University of Oklahoma Heritage Hall. Uh, listed as an athlete, many feel like he's going to, and even he feels like he's going to end up in the running back room. Uh, 86th overall prospect by 24-7 sports. Uh, number 11 player in the, wait, what am I saying? 106th overall prospect according to 24-7 sports. Uh, 11th in the state of Oklahoma. He is on his way to Oklahoma uh, after considering Syracuse. And Air Force. Plus, we got more audio from practice yesterday. So let's get to it next. Those are your top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. As we are on the road at Cavens on a Thursday on the Ref. All right, welcome back into the playing show. Right here on the Ref. So during the break, this is a quick little side story. Well, it, it, it's off the top five stories of the day. We brought up what Ryan Clark said about Tua. I said, hey, I'll play what he said for you during the break so you can decide if it's offensive enough to draw that kind of response. So I went to I went to Twitter, and as soon as I typed in Ryan Clark, the first thing that popped up, Josh, was not what he said about Tua on ESPN. No, no, no. It was this. Yesterday, Tua Tungvaloa had to answer questions about something I said on Monday, something that I truly just felt like was a joke to me that I've realized as the week has gone on, if this man has to answer questions about it, if so many Miami Dolphins fans are offended by it, then people ain't taking it as a joke. So let me be very clear. If I've offended you too, if I've hurt you, if I've disrespected you, if anybody that supports and loves you feels some sort of way because of what I said, I truly apologize. I, now, he, he goes into like, hey, this is why I got into TV, and this is what I did, and blah, blah, blah. There's probably some ESPN people that are really mad that he apologized today. He's like, whoa, bro, come on. Don't you get this? Don't you understand how this works? Come on, clicks. What are you ratings. doing here? Don't and apologize. Why would, put, why would you put this on your Twitter page? I need you to go do it on NFL Live yeah. and then have everyone react to your apology. Well, that party probably did screw up. Yeah, yeah. I can I can understand a corporate uh, – uh, suit, not not very thrilled that he put it on Twitter. Josh, it was like when JD announced his proposal on Twitter. That's right. Or when Robin announced she had broken up from Mr. X on uh, Bubba the Love Bubba Love Sponge. Yeah, Love Sponge's show. You've got to make sure. You've got to make sure, Josh, that you're taking care of the hand that feeds you. That's right. I would never make a big announcement outside of right here. <laughs> Me neither. 
moment that pumped me up more than anything else last night. And I wasn't aware of this. Man, are we adding dogs to the group of Gary's crew here? I hope so. Wow, let's go. Cavensgroup.com, 573-3048. I'm not an overly competitive person when it comes to anything in life outside of golf, my job, beating the car that's coming up in the right-hand lane while I try to merge because you're too stupid to get over a lane. All these things that I'm not competitive about, Josh. But um, I've never really been overly competitive as far as work is concerned, because I just do my job and grind. But, man, when I heard about the billboard that said we're not going anywhere, holy smokes, man. I'm ready to run through a wall for Brian and Casey Vineyard. Let's go. Um, to the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line, Kevin in Tulsa writes, uh, UFOs not real, signed Sasquatch people. Can I tell you how bad it is? with me and my belief in Sasquatch, but not in the UFOs. I watched a stupid 30-minute documentary the other night on a Sasquatch hunter. What's wrong with me, Josh? What am I even doing right now? Uh, and Kevin also adds, take plenty of bottled water to Woods River. Don't want to drink the water in Woods River, Josh. You want to make sure that you get that filtered water this weekend. I will come back with the uh, 618 flu, which I don't need. Dude, have a great weekend, by the way. That's going to be so fun. It's going to suck. Uh, I was talking about the UCLA injury, which for some reason I can't stop saying. It drew this from the 405. It's okay, Reggie Hammond. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is on my incessant need, and I can't figure it out yet. I haven't, I, I haven't figured out the, the genesis of it. But that is my incessant need to call Reggie Pierce and Reggie Hammond. 48 hours. Reggie and Nick Nolte. I got to work that one out of the head, too. Um, <laughs> here's a couple. Here's a couple of others before we, we get back to the well, – I guess this is the business at hand. Um, scary Gary. This sounds like the kind of topic for the steel man. He writes, we'll be in Norman for the opener for the SMU and the UCF games. Where do you all recommend we grab a bite, not a chain? Now, I am going to be very, very honest with you. I am probably the last person to ask this question about. Because, I mean, and, and I don't know, Josh, how you feel about it, but we're usually, I'm not someone that gets to go enjoy a restaurant on game day it's like we got a pregame show, we got our game, and by the time I get home, uh, everyone else has already had dinner, and I like get the, the elusive ham sandwich. It's kind of how this works in the Plank household. But if you're looking for somewhere around a game day atmosphere, I, I don't think you can ever go wrong with Penny Hill. I feel like I always have a good experience when I eat there. Um, Deli bar and char. I feel like – have you eaten at Penny Hill recently? No, it's uh, it's been a while since I've gone over there, but uh, I love it. It's great. I love it. I went the other day. They did something different with their fries. Good? No? You know me. I'm an overly positive guy, Josh. Oh, no. I'm not happy about it. Oh, no. Something is different with their French fries. Maybe. I don't know. Why? My, Something's listen, a mess. I'm, b- before I get the smart aleck Knippemeyer Chevrolet text, okay? I know. I shouldn't be eating fries. But I allow myself, whenever I'm at some of my favorite fry places, like Five Guys, 
Namont and Penny Hill. Or any other restaurant. Or it, can I go down the list of fries that I like? Okay, here we go. <laughs> We'd be here the rest of the show. Something's different. But, yeah, you, you got to have hideaway. Got to get a hideaway pizza when you come to town. I know yeah. it's. The, the new location's great, too. Really cool bar in the new location. Cool sitting area. Uh, and it's on. over in University North Park, by the way, uh, off 24th, if you don't know. Yeah, you, it, this might be a topic we have to ta- tackle a little bit more in depth tomorrow. You know, it depends on what you want, though. You know, Mexican, I, I love Tara Hamara's. Preston Plow's a really good new uh, breakfast joint that's close to where I live, so... But there's so many options, man. The the O'Connell's has been a great O'Connell's home run. Yeah, has we'll been a, a great uh, you know partner of ours over the years, and obviously has been a game day staple. So it just kind of depends what what do you want. Here's here's what I said. Uh, this would be my ultimate game day if you want to get a little bit of everything. You ready? You start start at the Mont, get an order of cheese fries and a swirl. Okay. All right. That's solid. Where you start, good start. Right? You get in your car, trying to – well, you, well, you let you let, you, right, you let somebody else drive, but you get in the car. My bad. You get in your Uber. You <laughs> take that Uber over to O'Connell's, and you grab yourself one of their big draft beers, and you have yourself – I'm a big mushroom Swiss guy, so you have a mushroom Swiss. Then you get the Uber to take you to Tarahumara, get some fajitas. Oh, man. And have a uh, have one of the I'm not good at the names of the drinks, but have one of the margaritas that has the beer bottle upside down in it. Well done. Uh, and then on your way, pick any of the ice cream places. You can't go wrong. But there's a lot of alcohol in that. A lot of calories too. Here to help. Game day I'm doesn't count. Help. Doesn't count for the diet. Last night sure didn't count for the diet. Oh, my gosh. I found one other thing, too, Josh. When Most I days too, don't count for the diet for me anymore. I feel, I feel it now when I eat too much. My dad used to always go, oh, son, I ate too much. I am now, oh, son, I ate too much guy, 24-7, 365. Uh, and this, uh, Coy, real quick, uh, and then we'll get a full rundown of the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, all the reaction to the Brett Yormark comments from two nights ago. Hey, Plank, have you have you heard or have they said anything about if we're going to pink out the Palace for Arkansas State? I think that's been more fan-initiated, but I do not know. I cannot give you a solid answer. But I will do my best to find out. As of now, I don't know. I don't know. But it's been really, really cool to see the reaction from fans. We'll take a cool, deep dive into the best of the text next as we're at Cavens on a Thursday on The Ref. BB keeping our guys in state. Let's get another Saturday night. Have, have you seen Andy Bass play at all, Josh? Yeah, we, I just got you. I just saw your, your text, by the way, so I'm sorry. Whatever you said to, hey, we're back, I, I missed all of it outside of, hey, Andy Bass. Oh, no. I know it's it's. I'm so sorry, but uh, welcome back. I was wondering why the music was so loud. <laughs> I, I bet like, you were. I was like, do I have to keep talking louder? Uh, off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet tech. Well, you guys just missed some gold radio. Best Steel radio uh, of all time. Steelman came from over the table to try to grab my throat. Uh, glad to hear Andy Bass committed. Another future weapon for offense and special teams. 
BV keeping our guys in state. Let's get another Saturday night. My question to you was, have you seen him in person yet? Have you seen him play? No, I haven't. Uh, I would love to. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a lot of the tape, and what what you hear is just, and you see, speed, you know, athleticism. So uh, it's easy to see why someone that's played quarterback, uh, obviously in high school, but would slot in as a wide receiver or a running back. I mean, he's a natural skill guy. Mm. Two other quick ones here just as far as suggestions are concerned. Jesse G writes, if you haven't tried the food or drinks at the Supper Club in the Noun, you should. Pretty dang good. And, right, in that where Toby Keith had the impromptu just concert the other uh, a couple of years ago? Or was that last year? Was that last year? Uh, and then this from the 405, Carol's Kitchen and Oreo Pancakes. Big fan of Carol's Kitchen. Big fan. Love, love eating there. Now, guys, to be fair, you know me and my feeling about hacky radio bits. While doing a service for someone who asked a question on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, which I'm all about, I do kind of think, hey, man, what's your favorite game day place? Josh, maybe falls under a May, June, July conversation, right? That's right. So, anyways, uh, next week we will be discussing our favorite game day locations. Favorite game day pregame meals. <laughs> Just t- We want all of your routines. <laughs> Where's your favorite place to go eat? I have a protein bar, guys, so you all enjoy your day of cold beer. Do you guys maybe, have- I'll go, maybe I'll go grab a burger from the uh, OU club for the uh, O club tailgate. That's about it. You guys have any sort of, like, superstitions that you do on game day? <laughs> So put up the phone lines on that one. What's your game day superstition? Uh, Fred gets us back to the topic of the day, the topic du jour. A very simple text. The commissioner shouldn't be cutting promos. Not at least while they're in the conference. Not at least while they're in the conference. Right, Josh? Not in a breath your mark, wants to talk his talk. I'm here for it. That's fine. When there's already this assumption, presumption, whatever you want to put it, speculation that it's a little one-sided on holding calls and things of that nature, um, I don't think the smartest thing to do is say, I'm not putting pressure on you, but I expect celebration. It's like, whoa, can't be cutting promos like that. Next year, all in. Anytime the current Big 12 plays a former member, I I don't really think – this is funny. I don't think UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, or BYU are going to do anything but be grateful for Oklahoma and Texas because they're not in a Power 5 league without OU and Texas leaving. And I sure don't think Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, or Colorado care because they're still trying to put together an Apple TV deal if Oklahoma and Texas – you know, stay in the league. Well, maybe Arizona and Arizona State's here, but you get my point. I don't know, Josh, if anyone outside of the hated eight or the I'm sorry, the hateful eight, the original, even though they're not all original eight, uh, I, I think those would be the places where if Brett Yormark was there and they were playing Oklahoma, it'd be like, oh, you ready? Go beat them. Sign the Big 12 office. The real question is, writes Camo Sooner, if OU and Texas weren't leaving the conference, would your mark even be the commissioner right now? Bowlesby would still be in that position and everything stayed the same. Maybe he should be thanking the Sooners and the Horns. 
I don't know about you, Josh. I kind of get the sense that maybe, just maybe, uh, Bowlesby was going to be out regardless. Kind of felt like he was ready to retire. And if you believe some of the reporting around it, even though he brought in the four teams that stabilized the league, there are many who felt, are many who reported, and I don't know if it was ever substantiated, that there was like a no-confidence vote by the Big 12 presidents. So I don't know if it ended up being your mark in the end, but I kind of felt like Bowlesby was going to be gone regardless. It feels that way, yeah. I mean, one too many missteps. One too many. Uh, and Miss R in Norman writes, I don't remember this level of vitriol towards the previous four schools that left the Big 12. Is my memory faulty? Uh, yeah, many have said, if you ask old Nebraska players, they treated as if they were, I almost said something that could have got me canceled, but that they were treated very poorly, very poorly, and that was hard on the road. But, I'm, I mean, I don't, I know there wasn't for Missouri. Uh, they're never, Colorado, what's funny about Colorado we celebrated when they left, Colorado. When Colorado left the Big 12, they were the only team in the conference that wasn't in the central time zone. And it's funny because now I hear people say, well, Colorado always belonged in the Big 12. When they left They said the the exact same thing about the Pac-12 when they left. Thank you. They've just always belonged kind of out there. It's a good fit. They're kind of out there with those guys. Yeah, that works out well for them. It was the only school of those where people were not really, really upset. Everybody kind of understood Colorado's move. Ah, we get it. We get it. All right, uh, we got a break. We got a break. Final timeout on a Thursday. Steelman standing by. We're at Cavens, 405-573-3048. And this is the Home of Sooner fans. So what do you think, Josh? Who do you think won the debate last night? Sorry. It's the only thing, for some reason, trending on my Twitter right now. I honestly, this this will, <laughs> I didn't even Go know ahead. what was going on yesterday. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, too. I did not either. I had no clue whatsoever. And then when I got home, I was shushed and sent to the other room. Well, I had to take care of my kids, but it's like, you need to get out of here. Okay? What, uh, without, no problem at all. Without upsetting anybody, what Go were ahead. regarded as some of the highlights? I got no clue. <laughs> See, None I don't whatsoever. either. I just, I have a difficult There's enough time. There's a live audience to, there. I have a difficult enough time just trying to be, you know, prepared. In sports? In sports world. I don't, have, I don't have time for anything else. Are you kidding me? Here's what I know. Here's what my political world basically revolves around. Uh, BFC sending me very <laughs> political takes on my super secret textoso line right. uh, and my wife. That's about it. There's the extent of my political knowledge, peeps. Well, that's all you need. They'll keep you up to date. Hey, I did want to give a big shout out to Gary for having us out today. Always a blast to be here. And remember, remember that number in emergency situations, 800-594-4437 or... 405-573-3048. Gary's got you covered. Uh, emergency water evac- uh, extraction, structural drying. You never know when emergency may strike your home or your business, and Gary is here to help. All right, Josh, how much time we got left here? Like three minutes? Yeah, you got a solid couple of minutes. Okay. Something I want to get to, I know we don't have time for it today. But I sent a tweet out this morning. Pete Carroll had the whole, we played it yesterday. Pete Carroll and Richard Sherman talking about the Super Bowl and the mistake by the goal line. What was that Super Bowl 49? 
Leroy Butler got the interception of a lifetime. and Or Malcolm Butler, excuse me. And so I asked this question. What's a play that still scars you to this day as a fan? Now, I made a mistake in dropping that at like 5 a.m. this morning. But you want to sleep on that one? You want to throw one out now? I mean, I've got a laundry list of things. Laundry list, Josh Helmer. Why don't you share? Evan writes, mine was the game-winning field goal for Texas in 2018 in October. It was a nightmare. Yeah, that was that was rough. I will say, though, I will say, the fact that Oklahoma was even in that position, Evan, Yeah, they had no business being in that possession. I think one of the worst I've ever felt after a sporting event or during was Oklahoma in the Final Four versus Villanova. That was so demoralizing. It wasn't, oh. it wasn't the worst singular, like, in-a-game moment, like a squib kick, this or that, but that was just, dude, that ripped my heart out. That was so demoralizing. Easily the Statue of Liberty play against Boise State. That's what Ray wrote. Will the Irish thrill, speaking my language, easy, the tuck rule. And then Karen writes one that I thank for many of you, the squib kick. We'll keep it going at Plank Show at Josh on Ref on Twitter. Steel Man's next with Trav on the Home of Sooner fans.